Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Trojan Talk. I am Zach Taranko alongside Cole Purvis. Cole, how are you doing this morning? Good. It's a short week. Uh, it's already Thursday. It feels great. Yeah, it's definitely uh, got Monday off for Indigenous Peoples Day, so definitely almost the end of the week. As you may see, no Mr. Christianberry today for this episode, so me and Cole will be taking the majority of it. And uh, we're definitely going to start off real quick. TA football playing Oxford Hills uh, this week on Friday. Really the preview for uh, a state championship. Cole, you know, People, you know, think Oxford Hills is going to be a good game. Do you? What, what do you see in Oxford Hills, and how do you think TA is going to play? I think they could be trouble. We thought Bonnie Eagle was going to be the game of the year. Now it looks to be Oxford Hills, and it's really interesting that they're good this year because back in 2019 they had a 6-5 and five record. Um, so they're definitely new in being, like, one of the best teams in Class A, but they're definitely not a surprise. We knew at the beginning of the year they were going to be a part of that Big 3, Big 4, whatever you want to call it. And TA will definitely have a tough time stopping their offense. This is the best offense they've seen. Um, They score a lot of touchdowns through the air, which wasn't the same with Bonnie Eagle because uh, Bonnie Eagle was definitely a run-first team. And um, Oxford Hills has outscored their opponents 269-19 to this year. So they've only let up 19 Mm -hmm. points, which is less than TA's let up. So definitely a very well-rounded team, and uh, I just hope we get a good game. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, even if uh, TA was to lose, they'd still be really in the top two because most of the teams have a couple losses. Are you going to make the drive up to Oxford Hills to watch the game? I think I am. I think yeah. I'm going to go. It's like I think an hour, hour and a half yeah. away. I'm not sure if I'm going to go, but mm-hmm. definitely going to be a good game on Friday. Uh, TA still undefeated, same as Oxford Hills. And other news at TA, the girls' soccer team had an overtime win on Tuesday night, which was their senior night, and it was a 2-1 to one win. Yabaser Rich had both of the goals. Uh, I was there for the end of that game, and, and she kind of turned on it, had a great shot, and the fan section had moved from the volleyball game to the girls' soccer game right at the end, so they were able to see it. It was a great game, and, and, and the girls' soccer team uh, is definitely continuing to 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 move forward headed up to the playoffs and and cole we, next up we have the volleyball uh game also on tuesday there senior night i'm not sure if you were at that game but but just talk about uh, uh what happened i did watch the replay of the live stream they uh they improved to six and six with a win over chevris uh three sets to one that second set was really key they started that out with an 18-0 run mm-hmm. which was really impressive um you'll see in volleyball a lot of streaks like that i mean 18 points in a row is is pretty impressive and um they're playing uh, south portland i believe their next game mm-hmm. and if they win that they'll have a winning record and it, it was really funny at the end of the game when the student section yep. just left immediately yeah <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah, the student section was definitely uh uh in high spirits in that yeah. game it was uh, it's pretty nice to, it's nice to see that you know because really uh during basketball season, you get a lot of fan section for those games. But for a sport like volleyball, it's usually not a lot of people go, so it's great to see the fan section uh, head to that game. And last week, we had the golf team had states. They unfortunately ha- ended up in second place. But you know, I know that they, you know, I talked to some of the, the players who who uh, played in that in in states, and they said that they didn't hit, hit as well as they did. But to get second was is pretty good. And I, I know that they were about ten or eleven strokes behind Falmouth, and Falmouth's always a great team. Do you, you know? Cole, do you have any thoughts on, on the golf season? I know that, you know, again, unfortunate that they didn't make it to win states, but, you know, they, they had a good season. Yeah, I mean, state runner-up is definitely definitely means you're a good team. Mm-hmm. They were down by a lot in the states. They were kind of struggling, and then they came back. So uh, I know Falmouth has a really good team, obviously. They, they won the state championship, and um, we have a lot of juniors that are good, so next year they'll obviously all be seniors, and 
we're going to have a really strong team next year. And then the JV was good this year. He went undefeated. So we're definitely going to have a bright future in TA golf. Yeah, definitely. So as we start to, to get in the playoffs, we, we have to we look at the heel points. And right now we, we start with girls soccer. They're in fifth place, 8-4 and four record with that 2-1 to one overtime win. Really going to be, other than football, the only team that has a uh, a home playoff game. The boys' soccer team is in 10th place with 5-7. and seven. They're pretty close to 9th and 8th, but 10th is a good place to sit because if you were to beat the, the 7 team, you wouldn't have to play the number 1 team uh, in the standings. So definitely you know, not a bad place to be with the playoffs coming up. Field hockey tied at 9th with Noble at 5-7-1. and one. A couple of games left in their season, and then the as you said, as you said, girls volleyball in eleventh at six and six. They just uh, won senior night to go even at five hundred. Cole, you see these teams, you know, really it's it's football and girls soccer. Who do you think it has the best chance? Let's say other than football to win a state championship. Well, I mean, girls soccer definitely knows how to play late in the game. Um, they've they've had a lot of close games, and they've they've been able to just win when it matters so I definitely think they have a good chance but like you said football it definitely looks like the football team has a great yeah. chance at the state championship nobody's really stopped them yet and we'll see if Oxford Hills can but if Dia can go into Oxford Hills and get a win on the road I would definitely say they're strong favorites to win the state championship and speaking of football we're now going to have our interview for the episode with the quarterback of the varsity football team Jack Emerson all right, and now we're going to be welcoming in uh, Thornton Academy quarterback Jack Emerson. How are you doing, Jack? Good, thank you for having me. Excellent, no problem. So let's get right into it. So just talk about the season so far. So you guys come in as one of the favorites, but last year you really didn't get to do a whole lot. Just take us quickly through that experience last year. What was it like just doing seven-on-sevens, and it was better than nothing, but it wasn't really that much to uh, to, to kind of have a season. Yeah, it was for sure for a little weird um, not being able to play actual games. Um, just having the skilled kids out there, no linemen, and uh, not really practicing for any uh, big games. So it was a little weird for sure. Now you get into this year, obviously, and you guys have practice and in the games, and, and you, you like to run and you like to use your, your shoulder pads and your helmet to do the talking. So what was it, for those of us who have never really got to experience it, what, is, what did it feel like the first time you were able to just run someone over in a game and just you know, be, be able to just, just show how, how all of your hard work is paid off? Um, it feels good for sure. Um, there's a lot of off-season work with the team stuff and uh, a lot of weight room, so um, that's a big part of uh, going to season, being ready mentally and physically. So it felt good to be able to show that. Did you get to practice that? Like when you're running, and I mean, obviously you probably, but but you're the quarterback, and they want to be sensitive to that and keep you safe as much as possible. So how do you practice that kind of thing during the week? Like just to, to putting your you know, lowering your shoulder and, and getting those extra few yards. Um, it's more of just like kind of a mindset, honestly. Um, coach always says if we need that extra yards, use your shoulder pads, use your uh, body momentum forward. So you know. Just kind of like a little mindset type of thing. Awesome. For sure. So obviously, you know, about three quarters of the way through the season, what is your favorite moment so far from any of the games or practices? Uh, to be honest with you, it's definitely the spags, the spaghetti dinners <laughs> yeah. with the teams. That's um, that's a really good bonding moment. A lot of funny things happen. Um, not being with the team for so long, then this coming back, having the spags with everybody. Mm-hmm. It's for sure like a, a great moment for yeah. sure. 
Awesome. We actually have a question on the SPACs coming up. It's interesting to talk. So who, um, you obviously, you got the flow going on right now. Yeah. So who, we'll take yourself out of it. Cause you, you know, who has the best flow on the team besides you, you would you say? Brent Pollen. Okay. <laughs> what, what, describe what that is. Cause we see, you know, obviously you guys get to see each other a lot with your helmets off. We only see what's kind of sticking out of the helmet. So what, what, what is his flow like? He's got a mullet too. <laughs> so it's kind of like a little duo going on. Center quarterback mullet duo. So yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> how long have you guys been growing those out? About a year. Okay, okay, he's been, so he's, that's serious. He's been going a little bit longer than me. He's probably been like a year and a few months now, so yeah. his is uh, a little bit longer than mine for sure. All right, and you're obviously going to keep it through the season, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah, so what is, what would you say, the best part about being a player or just being a part of the TA football program? Um, I'd say the energy that the crowd brings to the game. It's a great feeling having everybody out there watching you. It almost makes you play better knowing everybody's uh, cheering you on, stuff like that. All the people, you know, watching and supporting you. That's a great feeling. Yeah. Now, you mentioned the spags earlier. We see a lot of the pictures after the fact uh, posted on some of the TA social media. Um, what has been the best spag so far this year, and what makes a good spag? Is it the, is it the actual food that's made? Is it the, the basketball games or whatever else you do? Like, what's the best this year, and what makes a great spag? Um, our last bag at Jonathan Franco's house was pretty funny. We had like we made up some weird game with a water bottle. We'd throw it up in the air, and whoever caught it last would like you were out. So it was funny. <laughs> that was a good one. And what's the best food of this bag for you? Like, what's your go-to when you see that? You just you just house it. I mound up my plate. I put everything on there. I got the spaghetti, the meatballs. Uh, all the baked goods. That's you know, good. Well, I, I'm just happy that no one gets hurt because I was at a spag once many years ago, and 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 someone they were playing a game, and someone like rolled their ankle. Coach Kiesel was so mad. Thankfully, we were playing, I don't know, Massabesic or somebody that week. But it was just like I always see those pictures, and I was just like, oh god, thank god nobody got hurt playing basketball or doing whatever. <laughs> Especially if you make up the game on the yeah. spot. And you're like, yeah, I don't. I wasn't even playing a sport. I was just playing something <laughs> we made up, and then you know, rolled something. So yeah, crazy. Yeah. Next question is, uh, do you ever miss not being able to be a part of like, the student section for games like the Blackout or even just normal games? Um, well, to be honest with you, I was never really a part of uh, the student section because freshman year, I got pulled up a few weeks into the season mm -hmm. since Hayden Pomelo got hurt. Um, and then before that, I was kind of just watching the game with my parents, so I never really was a part of the student section. Mm -hmm. So like, I never really had that feeling of student section yeah but what is it like on that that blackout game especially i mean you guys know what's coming once you know that second half happens and the the powder goes up but what is it like being on the sidelines looking back up and seeing you know 500 students maybe in that section it, it's wild and it's very loud I I, I, it's great i love every moment of it yeah now yeah. you've been doing a lot of uh, your social media looking at college colleges obviously and scholarships coming to a factor um so what are you looking for in a potential college location? Is it really about playing time? Is it about the campus? Is it about the academics? Like, what are you looking for? Uh, right now it's for playing time and uh, money, like scholarship, you know, all that stuff. That, that goes a long way. But uh, I'm kind of looking like I want to be, like, out of New England. Mm -hmm. But, you know, UMaine, that would be pretty cool. So bigger schools like that would be great. No, it's interesting because, you know, we, we've had, especially in Maine, we've had – Two different types of players. You have players who get scholarships to places like maybe UMaine or a D two or D three school, but then you've had a few guys who have walked on to bigger colleges. It was a guy from Chevers who went to Ohio State. I don't think he ever got in a game, but he was on the sideline for a lot of games. And is that ever crossed your mind, like going to this big school, trying to be a walk on, just be part of the program, maybe not playing, or is it playing be is the biggest factor for you? Um, playing is probably a big factor for me. I really want to play, so um, you know, 
all that goes a long way. Playing would be pretty cool in college. What would be your dream school to play? Let's just say you got a scholarship offer any place in the country. What, what's your team to play for? Texas Longhorns. Texas Longhorns. Hook yeah. them horns. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, most people say Alabama, but I think Texas would be fun. Yeah, Texas. Like is that great. area of the country, just yeah. like that atmosphere. Because play Oklahoma too. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you say? Let's look at look at the team. Who would you say is like the biggest character or one of the one of the biggest pranksters? On underrated. The team? Let's say underrated. Okay. Underrated. Prankster, like someone that they may surprise you. That is a pretty funny guy. Uh I gotta go with Joe Bracamonte. Okay. He is hilarious. <laughs> the things he does. Um, we don't need any specific stories uh, yeah. unless they're PG, but. Yeah. Uh, just, he's just funny the way the way, he, the way he talks to people and the just the things he does. It's funny. Yeah. Now, what is uh, some of the other team chemistry things like? How does this team get along? It seems like you know it's a very senior laden team. It's a ton more seniors than I've ever remembered on a team before. Something like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. And does that help you guys? You know, and the fact that you had last year, I would say last year off, has that helped you kind of have more motivation for this year, knowing this is your last ride and and we all suffered through that really crappy year last year and this is our last chance. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, I feel like our team has a lot of chemistry. We have a lot of threats. We have all of our our long pass game, our short pass game. We have a great line. And um, our team is definitely fired up to get back out there after missing all that last year and not being able to have any contact. So there's a lot of energy going to every single game we play so far. Awesome. And one of our last questions, what would it mean to you specifically to win a state championship this year? I mean, the world to me, that'd be great. That'd be crazy, you know. Um, when I played uh, with my brother, his class, when they, we lost to Bonnie Eagle, that was, a, that was a really hard thing to take in, not knowing we didn't win. So um, it's almost like a revenge tour almost. We really, and it's our last, you know, it's our last senior year. We're not going to play again with each other. So, you know, um, we really want to win this year. And we'd be remiss without asking. Uh, obviously, huge game coming up tomorrow uh, against Oxford Hills. Undefeated versus undefeated. Coming into the season, it was basically you know TA Bonnie Eagle Oxford Hills were going to be the big three. You guys took care of Bonnie Eagle on the road, um, and Oxford Hills and Bonnie Eagle. I think it, oh they play, but it was a close game. Yep. So what has coach been talking about all the week against Oxford Hills, and especially for you as a quarterback? What are you looking? You know what kind of defense? It's going to be a rough environment because it's going to be on the road. It's going to be pretty chilly up there. So yeah. what are you looking forward to this week? Um, it's definitely going to be a good game. They have a they have a great team. They have a great defense. They have a great offense. They have an incredible coach. You know, so it's going to be a hard game all around. It's going to be uh, who doesn't turn the ball over, who uh, gets more points on the board, obviously, and uh, it'll be a good game for sure. And just I forgot to ask before, what is it like, um, you know, I've been doing this about 11 years or so, being part of the program, near the program, and this has got to be the most, the best collection of skilled players I've seen, especially wide receiver. You have four or five options. So what is it like as a quarterback knowing, oh, well, you know, you know, maybe, um, you know, Anthony's not having a great game, but we have Isaiah and we have Nick Stinson and we have, you know, Bryant when he was healthy. What is that like as a quarterback knowing you have that many options? It's great, honestly. Um, you know, if um, one of our reads doesn't match up and we have another route running, um, you know, it's somebody's always open. So it's good having all, all those, you know, great athletes on the field at once. Awesome. Sure. And just to wrap it up, you want to give a shout out to any of your socials out there? Shout out to Thorn Academy Football. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks very much for joining us. Good luck tomorrow night. Appreciate and, it. And uh, we will uh, head back now to the rest of the uh, podcast. Awesome. And we want to thank Jack for coming in to uh, do that interview with us. It's definitely awesome to have him here. And now we're going to move over to really the professional sports and talk about the Red Sox. You know, I know we talked about it on the last episode. He, Mr. C said he called the Red Sox, and I'm not sure if he was uh, too uh, enthusiastic about you know having to play the Rays. But the Red Sox win the series three to one. The first game, or uh, 
5-0 loss, not not the best, but they came back. A couple of, couple of big games to the Red Sox. Cole beating the Rays, which is one of the best teams in our league, going against now against the Astros. Do we? Is it this? Do you have the same kind of enthusiasm, thinking that they might be able to make it, or do you think the Red Sox may struggle against the Astros? I actually do. I'm very surprised we beat the Rays. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense with this team. We don't have good pitching, but in baseball, it's not really about who the best regular season team was. It's really about who's hot when it matters. Mm-hmm. And we definitely have some hot hitters. Kike Hernandez is one of the hottest in the in the league right now. And the Rays got 100 wins, but the Red Sox were able to to beat them and I think that if they can keep the bats going, that they can beat the Astros. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a close series. Mm-hmm. If Boston can just uh, – if their bullpen can continue to hang tight and do mm-hmm. well like they did against the Rays, I think they can take it to six or seven games and then maybe even win. But um, what's your World Series pick? I don't know. I would love to see the Red Sox win a World Series. I'm probably going to have to go – I'm up to the Astros. I, I think the Astros are going to win. I'm not sure um, if the National League has anybody that uh, is a favorite right now. I know that they have some good teams over there, but I'd love to see the Red Sox win. I feel like it's the same thing as 2018. Like The team that went in the playoffs didn't look like a, a World Series winning team and ended up winning it. So uh, this, this, this team is good. I like watching them play. Um, I, I think that the uh, they have a lot of, as like you said, guys who don't look like they're going to be good, but definitely came out and played against that in the race series and now we're going to move over to nfl on you know week six coming up both team, you know a lot of teams looking good some teams not looking too great thoughts about the patriots win over the texans and then this upcoming week against the cowboys i mean a win is a win davis mills played extremely well <clears throat> which really surprised me because bill belichick usually has a great game plan against rookie qbs but uh davis mills looks sharp and that really hurt the Patriots. I mean, it it was looking extremely frustrating there in the first half and in the third quarter. You have these no-name receivers mm-hmm. putting up big numbers against this defense, which was supposed to be strong. But Judon, Judon and the defensive line came through when it mattered, and Mac, yep. Jones, Mac Jones has been extremely impressive so far. I mean, a win is a win, and then the Cowboys this week, it's going to be really tough mm-hmm. uh, to stop that offense if we couldn't stop Davis Mills and the Texans. <laughs> it's going to be tough to stop Dak and Amari and yep. CeeDee Lamb and Zeke. Uh, but and, and this defense for the Cowboys is playing well, too, so I think Mac can just... I mean, we hung up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so yep. um, if Mac can just keep delivering like he has, and um, I, I, think, I think we have a chance just because we hung with the Bucs, yep. but... It's definitely going to be a tough game against the four and one Cowboys. Yeah, so you know, I know we know that at the beginning of the season you picked the Rams to win, and it yeah. looks like uh, all odds are in their favor. Russell Wilson, I don't, I'm not sure if he dislocated or broke his finger. Yeah, he's out, out six to eight. Weeks. Yeah, six to eight weeks. Do you think that the Rams are now? Who do you think the Rams are now fighting in the NFC for at the top spot, or or you know for the best team in the in the NFC? Well, the Buccaneers are looking really sharp. I know they just beat the Bucks, but last year the Bucks struggled to begin the season, and mm-hmm. then they turned it on at the end. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals have the best record in the NFL. They're the yep. only undefeated team. Kyler Murray is playing crazy good. I didn't really believe in their coaching. I didn't think Kingsbury was that good of a coach, yep. but they're they're putting together some nice wins. They beat the Rams. Uh, they just beat the 49ers. Um, so, and don't forget about the Packers. The Packers have yep. been to the nfc championship seems like every year i don't expect this year this to be the year that they go to the super bowl but they're definitely still a top three team in the mm-hmm. nfc uh the rams 
I, I still think they're going to the Super Bowl. Yep. They have the best defense. Stafford's going to continue to get better. It's his first five games with a new coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you expect? He's going to get. He's going to keep getting better and better, and uh, he has a lot of great weapons around him to do so. Yeah, definitely a lot of good matchups this week. I know Baltimore plays the Chargers, and those are two good teams in the AFC. The Bills play the Titans, and that might be where the Titans start to fall off. Yeah, the Bills and, are playing well. Yeah, the Bills are. I, I'm, I'm happy. I got Josh Allen on my fantasy team, so yeah. he's been uh, performing for me. So now we're going to move it over just to some some non-sports questions. What is Cole? What is your favorite like season of weather and why? I I think my favorite season overall is fall. For weather, it's definitely summer. I like warm weather, but just overall, it's fall. I really like I really like watching football. I just really like you know the um, I don't know how to explain it. It's just yeah. fall seems cool. Uh, summer's my second favorite season. Uh, winter's my least favorite for yeah. obvious reasons. I yeah, don't, I don't like snow, although I do like to ski. Yeah. But what's your favorite season? I don't know. I, I I like fall. I like the changing of the foliage, especially here at TA. They have a lot of nice trees that, that yeah. switch colors. I'd say summer's okay. Spring when it's not um not too rainy. I like the spring yeah. when it's it's nice and nice weather. But yeah, definitely winter's at the bottom of, of the list yeah. for me. And then the next question is, what is your favorite type of, of chip to eat? So that could be anything from Doritos to a type of Lay's chips to, like, whatever. What, what is your favorite type of chip to eat? Um, I actually really like salt and vinegar. Yep. A lot of people don't like it, but I do. For some reason, they're just addicting. But just plain tortilla chips and salsa are yep. also pretty addicting. I could eat those for a long time. Yeah, those, those, those are good. Uh, you go I, to a Mexican restaurant yep. and they give you chips and salsa. Yeah, you have great. to eat it. Yeah, yeah. I would say my uh, my favorite has to be the Humpty Dumpty All Dressed Chips. I'm not sure what you would uh, put. A, I can't put a name on the flavor, but it's definitely it's got a, a, a weird flavor profile, but I love it. And those are my favorite types of chips. And we're going to end here with the streaming schedule uh, for TATV and our live streams. We just had the uh, girls... Uh, volleyball game on Tuesday and so uh, we had the girls soccer game on Thursday against Deering and then coming up we have on Tuesday of next week we have boys soccer versus Biddeford their last home game at 6.30 then on Saturday the 23rd we have a girls home playoff game to be determined you know they don't look like they're going to be able to fall below uh, 6 or 7 so they should have a home playoff game but who they're playing and what time they're playing uh, we'll have to update that and then on the 30th, our last game for the fall sports season will be football against Scarborough at 1.30. I believe that's on a Saturday afternoon. Cole, do you have any thoughts as we end the episode here? Nope. Just looking forward to the football team playing uh, Oxford Hills tomorrow. Should be a good game. Um, and I'm just glad the week's almost over. It's Thursday, even though it seems like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I want to thank you all for watching and I'll be back for next week's episode.